thank you for your word. Father, Lord God, grant us the grace to meet us in faith. Grant us the grace, Father, Lord God, to make us faith. We're praying for faith, for mercy, faith that will last the test of time, faith that will destroy every attack of the enemy, faith that will destroy every delusion. Let's lift up our voices and ask the Lord for mercy, for faith. Oh Lord, my God, Father, Lord God, you ask, will you meet us in faith? But Lord God, we are saying, Lord God, help us, Lord God, help our unbelief, help every delusion, Lord God. Grant us the faith that will destroy the work of Satan. Grant us the faith that will not listen to the second voice. Grant us the faith that we only listen to you. My God and my King, glory, pray in the mighty name of Jesus. For delusion increases every day, but Lord God, you say you will grant us a faith, Lord God, that will surpass every delusion, that will surpass every, every trick of the enemy. My God and my King, Lord God, give us the faith to believe you without question. Give us the faith that we erase every doubt, faith that we erase every question of why. My God and my King, Lord God, help us in this time, Father Lord God. Give us the faith, Father Lord God, that will Destroy every attack of the enemy. Lord, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, Father, you help us so that we can stand upon your word, O Lord God, Father. Upon the promised word that you have given unto us, O Lord God, Father. The faith that transcends, O Lord God, Father, every situation, O Lord God, Father. Take us, O Lord God, for higher in you, O Lord God, Father. O Lord God, Father, as that man said, I believe, help my own belief. Lord God, Father, you said, even if we have a faith, as small as Buster said, we will be able to stand and say, this mountain move and it shall move. So, Lord God, Father, increase our faith, O Lord God, Father, and help us, O Lord God, to be example of the believer in Jesus Christ's name we have prayed. My prayer will be from Matthew 17. And yesterday, when we were watching the prophecy, and also when Apostle was uh, talking, he was talking about the fact that when this delusion shall come, the children of God also will manifest. This delusion will drive people to come into the household of God. But he said, you know, usually when these things are happening to the outside world, what should we be? Last year, we were told to come up here. This morning, when we read that Matthew 17, he was talking about Jesus Christ himself taking people up to the mountain taking them up higher where they saw his transcendent glory so this is our year of transcendent glory we're going to pray that God Father open our eyes to see your transcendent glory because it's what we see and what we know that we can even show to the other people let us pray that God Father open my eyes let me see your transcendent glory help me oh Lord God Father and when I see your transcendent glory I will be bold I will will not be petrified as the disciples were. Lord God Father, this is our year. It's year of transcendent glory. We will see your glory. Not only will it reflect upon our lives, but oh Lord God Father, people will see it. We ourselves will be able to perceive it, oh Lord God Father. And Lord God Father, Jesus Christ, when they saw the transcendent glory, they fell down. And then when they looked up, they could only see Jesus Christ. And Bible recorded that when they are now coming down. Jesus Christ said, keep this. Don't tell anybody until I am risen. Let us pray that God, Father, in this year, you will be able to trust me with your secret. That God Almighty will be able to speak to you, trust you with his secret, so that his secret will be saved with you. Lord God, Father, you will make me a carrier of your... Father, you will make us a carrier.
carry of your glory, O God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we give you praise, we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. I would like to take my prayer point from the book of Luke chapter 17. I'll read from verse 5. The Bible said, The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. He replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry leaf, a tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Praise the Lord. The Bible makes us understand in the book of Romans chapter 10 that faith comes by hearing what? The word of God. I want us to pray. We have been hearing the word of God in this house. I want us to pray that the Lord will help us to apply those words in our life. That we will walk with that word. We will run with that word. That is faith. We will have confidence with those words that we have been receiving in this house. Let us lift up our voice and pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O Lord. We give you praise and honor because you are the almighty God. The God who lives forevermore. The God who always speaks through the servants of this most high God. Father, we thank you for your word and I'll be coming to us, oh God, in this house. We pray, oh God, Lord, help us to act with those words, oh God. In the name of Jesus, help us to have confidence and trust, oh God, in your word that is coming to us. In the name of Jesus, because when we walk with those words, oh God, Lord, we will say to every situation and it shall obey us. In the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, we pray, oh God, help us to practice these words, oh God. Bible says it is impossible for us to please God without faith. To God. Father, Lord, we pray, oh God, help us, oh God, to please you. In the name of Jesus, by obeying your word, oh God, and to run with your word. In the name of Jesus, our God and our King, we call upon you, oh God. In the name of Jesus, every instruction of your word, oh God, that come to us, oh God, help us to obey them, oh God. Help us to run with them, oh God. In the name of Jesus, because if we believe the word that come to us, oh God, that is faith, and we act on them, oh God. Father, we pray, we want to act with those words, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Bible said if we speak to that mountain, if we move to that other, Lord, we pray, oh God, every mountain in our life, oh God, we speak to them, Rita, oh God, they shall move in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we bless you, oh God, for your word. We give you praise, oh God, we give you honor. But from this moment, oh God, we shall begin to obey your word. We shall begin to run with your word. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Blessed be your holy name. For in Jesus' holy and anointed name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Turn with me quickly to the book of John 20, verse number 20. This is in response of the prophecy we receive. John 20, verse 20. In fact, let me read the 21. And Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Now, 22, our prayer point. He said, With that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. This was when he commissioned them. So you want to say that, God, we are beginning this journey. And you have told us this is the beginning of the prophetic word you gave. And just as Jesus did to the people, he breathed on them. So you say, let the fresh breath of the Holy Spirit 
release fire and passion, persistency in prayer and in the word, boldness to seek you. Can you lift up your voice? He says he breathed on them that receive the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Ghost, breathe on us afresh in the name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody? Can I hear somebody lift up your voice and begin to pray? Sweet Holy Spirit of God, we see throughout scriptures, oh God, when your prophetic moment was up, Jesus, uh, having selected his people, Bible says that uh, he called them and said, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And immediately after that, Bible says he breathed on them and he said, receive the Holy Ghost, meaning that the Holy Spirit is the secret of the empowerment and the equipment we need for the assignment. So we ask to God for the transcendent glory, for the prophetic moment you brought us, that we are asking for a fresh breath of your fire in the name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody cry? We lay ourselves on the altar tonight to God. This third day, let the heavens be open, O God. Let that the Spirit of God descend and a fresh measure of your Spirit, O God, that in this year we will move in the strength of the Spirit. Yes, Lord. Continue to pray for a fresh breath of the fire of God to rest upon us. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost come upon us afresh, even as we journey through this year of this transcendent glory and mercy. You need a fresh breath of God upon us. We need a fresh breath of God upon us. Holy Ghost, come down upon us, O God. Baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Baptize our sons and daughters with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Agai, can I ask us to turn our Bible to Agai or put it on the screen? Agai chapter 2, and I read from verse 6. Agai 2, verse 6. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations will come, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. And the last verse, the glory of this present house will be greater than the former, and says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace declares the Lord Almighty. This is our year of transcendent glory. And the Bible says that it will fill this house with glory. It said the glory of this latter house will be greater than the former. You want to pray today, and I want us to begin to declare into our year, the Lord, I will experience greater glory in this year. I don't know what you have been experienced previous years, but in this year, we want to approach this year with great expectation. It is a year of transcendent glory and mercy. Nothing you have ever 
what experience can be compared to this year. You want to declare, in this year, I will experience greater glory. I will experience greater anointing. I will experience greater wisdom. I will experience greater knowledge. I will experience greater in-depth revelation of the Word of God. I will experience greater insight. I will experience greater glory. I will experience greater favor. Begin to declare into this year that, Lord, in this year, I will see mighty miracles. I will see blind eyes open. I will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In this year, I will experience more than I've ever experienced before. It is my year of transcendent glory. It is my year of greater glory. It is a year that I will pray more. It is a year that I will love the Lord more. You want to pray that God increase my love for you. For you to experience greater glory, your love for God must increase. Your passion for God must increase. Your knowledge of the word of God must increase. Your hunger for the word of God must increase. Your passion to pray and seek his face must increase. Your grace, the passion to serve God must increase. Pray, pray, pray. I want to experience greater glory. For the glory of this latter house will be greater than the former. And so day by day as I approach this year, I begin to experience greater glory. It is my year of greater glory. In my home, I will experience greater glory. Upon my children, they will experience greater glory. Lord, we will experience greater glory. In all our branches all over the world, we will experience greater glory. The glory of this latter house will be greater than the former. Seer the Lord. Seer the Lord. It is our year of transcendent glory and mercy. We enter into our year expecting the glory of God in a transcending manner. In a transcending manner. In the name of Jesus. Glory of God descend upon us, O God, like fire. We bless you, God, for in Jesus' mighty name we are praised. Praise the Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's good to be on the third day. Amen. On the third day, God created light. Hallelujah. Say, God created light on the third day. Hallelujah. I see the pillar of fire leading us as we go ahead in this new year. And it shall be well with us. In Jesus' name. Let's declare the Lordship of Jesus upon ourselves right now before we open the service. Declare the Lordship of Jesus in this service. Tell the Lord, I declare your Lordship over my life. I declare your Lordship over my husband. I declare your Lordship over my children. I declare your Lordship, Lord, over all our pastors in this meeting tonight. I declare your Lordship over our deaconesses, Lord Jesus. I declare your lordship over our deacons, O God. I declare your lordship over the choir. I declare your lordship over the musicians, Lord Jesus. I declare your lordship over technical. I declare your lordship with the armor bearers, O God. Your lordship, your lordship in this meeting. Let there be open heaven, O God. Let there be open heaven, O God. And God said, let there be light, let there be light. And there was light. Oh Lord, let your light shine. Let your light shine, oh God. In this meeting today, Lord Jesus. Prepare us, Lord Jesus, for the Holy Communion, Lord Jesus. 
Let it transform our lives. Let it bring a time of a form, a time of change in our life, a time of refreshing. Let the Holy Communion, let it be meaningful as we take the Holy Communion today, Lord Jesus. Let it cleanse within us, O oh God. Dirty habits, dirty lifestyles, things that you have done in the last year, Lord Jesus. That will, they will not follow us in this year, Lord Jesus. Prepare us for a new season. Prepare us for a new era. As we take the Holy Communion, Lord Jesus, cleanse us from within and outside. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, after we have been with you, O oh God, on this table, when people see us, O oh God, they will see that we have met with Jesus. Our lives shall be transformed. There shall be a time of refreshing. Thank you, everlasting Father. We commit the man of God into your hand, Lord Jesus. As he leads us today, Lord Jesus, let the word of God that comes out of his mouth, Lord Jesus, let it penetrate to our spirit, soul, and body. And prepare us, O God, for this great journey. In this great year, and as he ministered the Holy Communion, let it transform our lives in the name of Jesus. We commit people that are still on the way to coming into this meeting. People that are still thinking, or they don't know, or they know, Lord Jesus. People that are delayed on the way. People that are trusting you for transportation. Lord, quicken them, O God, their mortal body. And bring them into this place sound and healthy, Lord Jesus. Let them be partaker of this great thing that you want to do. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Amen, amen. With this in mind this evening, let us lift up our right hand to heaven and read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ask of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart towards his false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your faith, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of the mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and
and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will exalt you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth is speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
stop the music because you must ask the words. That song says, Great Father of Glory, pure Father of Light, thine angels adore thee, all veil in their sight. Oh Lord, we will render, oh help us to see. This is your year of signs. When the eyes is dark, Jesus says the whole body is full of darkness. A Christian that cannot see is limited. So when you sing that song, I want to enter into the song. You know, in this house, because of what God had done in this year, we made up our mind not to remain blind in anything. Sight solved the problem. And what God has been dealing with you for the past two days are the systems set up by Lucifer to keep Christians in blindness. And the things that believers need to be conscious of that they may see. So we're going to sing that song now more consciously. I want to sing it as unto the Lord from your spirit. Great Father. Great from the Lord what I also pass on to you the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took the bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of me in the same way after supper 
he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me for whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the lord's death until he comes therefore whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the lord verse 28 a man ought to examine himself before he eats of this bread and drinks of the cup for anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing or discerning the body of the lord eats and drinks judgments or condemnation on himself that is why many among you are weak that is and sick and a number have fallen asleep or died but if we judge ourselves we will not come under judgment i want you to bow your heads go on your knees where you are if you can and speak to the lord Reconcile with God at this hour. Ask for His mercy. Our God and our King, we bow our knees before you tonight. Thank you for the mystery of your salvation. Thank you for the power of your resurrection. Thank you for the mystery of the cross. As we partake in your body and your blood even tonight, we ask that you will strengthen our inner man, our human mind, our soul, that you will enable us to operate the mind of Christ fully in this year. Let the power of your blood cleanse our sides, giving us understanding and insight. Father, let the power of your body Keep us through this time of tribulation on earth. Lord, help our soul to submit to your Holy Spirit. This is the first communion in the year 2023. May your covenant with us for this year be fulfilled over us 
as we join with you, Lord, in fulfilling this great covenant, the covenant of communion. May your peace rule in everybody that will partake in this communion, purging out sicknesses, infirmity, and every tentacle of the enemy around our soul be totally destroyed that in this year we can go through this year to the end of this year in the strength and power of this communion and achieve all that you have promised us king of glory we worship and exalt you in jesus holy name we are prayed i want us to Rise up together. Choir, you may please take your seats. Please be seated. to I would like to personally congratulate you for 2023 I congratulate you because you had the voice of God for this year and you're hacking to the voice of God I want to congratulate you because you have sight and understanding of the Holy Spirit. This is the first communion in our church in this year. Very significant. Anybody who has truly given their life to the Lord and who understand the significance of this night will not at any cost miss this kind of meeting. Jesus never told us to meet on Sundays or Saturdays. But we decided to meet on Sundays because it is the day of resurrection of Christ. That's the reason why we are not meeting on Saturday, which is the old Sabbath day. Because on Saturday, our Lord and Savior was still under the grave. But on Sunday morning, He rose from the grave. So we decide to celebrate him on the day of his resurrection. Jesus never told us to celebrate Christmas or celebrate Easter. Of course, the part time of Easter is the Passover of the Jews. 
and we in Christian faith deem it fit because we read about the apostles that they celebrated the Passover and Christians do it not because of the Jews but because that is the time that Jesus was sacrificed as a Passover lamb but the only thing Jesus commanded his disciples to do is communion he said do this in remembrance of me so whenever a church people have communion those who are born of God must know it is one of the highest obedience you can ever give to the Lord so as usual the Lord is here the angels of God are here because we are fulfilling what Jesus himself said we should do in his own remembrance and usually we do exaltation before we will now partake in the communion you know I read something in the, in the book I read which are quite very very loaded I read to you from the book of 1st Corinthians 11 from 23 to um, 31 as much as my intention today is not to to discuss that because I'm very much eager to share with you what the Holy Spirit has been revealing to me for you and for his body on earth this year and I will do that but if you look at that scripture 1st Corinthians 11 23 from 23 to 20 25 tells us that Paul said what he received from the Lord he passed to the church as a decree that is the command of the Lord so it is a good thing to break bread together in the church and at home according to the book of Acts chapter 2 if you read from verse 42 to 44 so whenever we as a church we come in for communion the church of God and God's people should know this there is not any better meeting you can hold or higher meeting you can hold than communion healing meeting okay you know all seminars okay but when it comes to communion it is direct instruction from Jesus himself <laughs> you know one of the things that came very much alight yesterday when I was sharing with you is that the Lord helped us to know our real state a real person before salvation so that all of us recognize that by our acts of the past by our nature of the past we are object of wrath. Then he now made us realize that the blood of Jesus is the one that made atonement for us. So that now the life we now live, which is blameless before God, and which is a righteous life before God, only came not by our works, but by grace through the blood that was shed. Isn't it? So, he reflected our past in our mind like this 
and then he now took us into the new because of the blood. But today I remind you about the remembrance of his cross, which he commanded us to do. But then he went further to say that if anybody will come to take communion, either at home or wherever, you must first cleanse your heart from every act of flesh. And so if you're a person who fights and you quarrel, you did all manners of stuff, you must just repent, not confess. You must feel sorry for that behavior and then confess it. If you are somebody who does anything that is contrary to God and you have been doing it and coming back, communion is a place where you just nail it completely. That Lord, this is who I am. I hate it. I ask for redemption. Because when you take this bread and this wine, it's no more bread but the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus. And it can deliver you. It can strengthen you. It can transform you. My father used to suffer from migraine while he was following Satan as a gift of the devil to him. Because he was, you know, quite very evil at the time. And with Satan, if you do evil, he must also give you one or two evil to remind you of where you belong. So when Jesus saved my father and took everything off him, he left the migraine. And any time the migraine comes, that migraine, he said to me, to us that his head will be split into two like this. This section will be aching him to the extent that he will want to pull all the air away from that head. It is so excruciating that when the pain will come, he said it is like somebody is hitting hammer over this head. But the other part of the head will be at peace, complete peace. And he will, he will not need to look for tears. The whole tears in his eyes will be rushing like water because of pain. But he said, after accepting Jesus Christ, and the priest spoke about the power of communion, which I'm sharing with you today. That communion is not just an ordinary thing. It is the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus. And it is a covenant with God, a command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And it's people who come there must know this and be reverent. And so he went to the priest and said, if this is the blood of Jesus, I have read in the Bible that the blood of Jesus cure infirmity. Can you put that wine, remnant of wine, in my hand? And the priest said, what do you want to do with it? He said, I want to inhale it. Because I have this headache, which I know when I was with the devil, that's what I had. But now I'm a Christian, I've left the devil, but the head continues to ache me. Every time you do healing, people are healed. I'm not healed. He said, I believe that if it is the blood of Jesus, if I can inhale it, it will cure the headache. And he took it. The pastor gave him and he inhaled it. Instantly, he was healed. Instantly, he was healed. And that headache, migraine, never happened again till he went to his grave for more than 40 years or 50 years. And we can have many miracles at the table of our Lord. So, 
the Bible says you must examine yourself. Not only that. He says also that if you drink it in an unworthy manner, which means if you did not ask for mercy and repentance over the dead works of sin that you are still engaging, and you take it, you can be sick, you can be ill, and you can die. And in those days, they really died. They were sick. They were ill. Who knows what has happened, why some of Christians are sick and ill, you know, ill and just suddenly die. Because if it was so, in the beginning, it is still so now. It is still so now. So the table of our Lord, therefore, is a very powerful altar. It is not what anybody can take for levity or for joke. Really, it is a place where tears should roll your eyes. This is what tells us about the agony of Christ on the cross. This is what tells us that there was a woman called Mary who became an orphan, a, a widow, a, sorry, a, 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 who lost his, his, her, her child at a very young age. You know, Mary had passion with Christ because he's the mother who conceived him. Can you imagine this Savior of the world in his prime age at 33 was cut off? As every woman with sorrow, sorrow fell upon her, as the prophet, as prophet Anna said, a prophet Persimian. So we need to recognize that the death is not just a joke. It was a terrible occurrence. It was an occurrence that brought hopelessness to those who follow Jesus Christ. Until the third day, darkness covered the world. And the whole Christian world is hopeless. But on the third day that he rose from the grave, then light came upon the church of the living God. If Jesus never went through the pain, you and I can never be saved. And counting the cost of the nail that went through his hands, the cost of the nail that went through his face, you imagine yourself as you are alive. Somebody put nail in your hand and just begin to hit it. The thorn of crown of thorn that was put in his head and pushed into his brain. You imagine that. Somebody hanging on the tree in pain. All the uh, weight of his body was pulling down on or hanging on just a nail on each hand. All right? And then, a soldier came and pierced his rib suddenly. He was not dead. He was alive. And he refused to die until everything concerning your salvation and my salvation was accomplished. And then he said, it is finished. And then he, he, he dropped. He gave his life. He held his life in pain until it's all accomplished. Therefore, communion is to remind us about our faithfulness, our duty of faithfulness, uncompromising service to the living God, and our serving Him with all our heart. That is why we come for communion. And today, I want to congratulate you because those of you who are the handful here today, 
in this house you have partook you are partaking in something very significant for the year because it's our first communion and the lord is here with his holy angels as we partake in this communion what a great honor what a great honor you will see what will happen to you thereafter I will call the elders and the pastors now to come together while we go on coming up. But keep this in your mind as we go into our communion. Can I have the ministers together, please? Choir, you may go back to your posts. I want to sing... What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. in us all that by your blood Lord Jesus we might receive strength to face the days that are coming upon the face of the earth that by your body O God we might receive strength into our mortal bodies and human mind so that Lord our body shall be totally dedicated to you and our human mind will be completely submitted to the Holy Spirit so that you can have your way in our lives in the name of jesus and thank you for your blood that was shed we receive cleansing and healing and renewal by the power of your blood in jesus anointed name the body of christ was broken for you take this remembrance that jesus died for you and be thankful the body of christ was broken for you take this remembrance that jesus died for you the body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Jesus was broken for you. 
Father, we bless your name for the power with which we will operate in this year. The body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. The body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Jesus was broken for you. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. And they ate together. Thank you for your blood, Jesus. And they drank together. receive this, take it and ask God for anything you want this year just take it and then go on your knees and speak to the Lord, your request for the year which you brought, read those requests to the Lord anything you want the Lord to do for you in this year just speak them 
have finished, can you rise up? Let me see those who already have finished. they had communion they celebrate and they dance and so we're going to do that now Dickness Eunice Dickness Eunice is there after this thinking you go off my your current not on the night but you close your sequence so that another sequence I will I will teach you. Father to child, spirit to spirit, I'm lightened by your word. Yes, Lord. My daddy with your breath of life, that's how I come alive, that's how I change my world.
up your voice and give God praise tonight. Lift up your voice and give praise. God praise tonight. You are greatly fortunate. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Why are you looking like this? Join all that in thanking God. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Father, we exalt you. Thank God for the breath of life. Thank God for the breath of life. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Our God and our King, we thank you for the breath of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the days that is coming. Thank you for the season that we have entered in the world. In Jesus' holy name we are worshipped. Please be seated. Why you may take your seats, please. Amen. Turn the face of that the face this way. Turn the back this way so that the face face that way. Yes. Good, that's alright. Leave it like that. Don't always. Amen. How many of you are happy? How many of you are joyful? Happiness is different from joy. You may not be happy, but you are joyful. Happiness comes by virtue of what you have seen. But joy comes by the Holy Spirit to strengthen you. Both in the days things are good and the days things look bad. The people in the world have happiness, but they lack joy because it takes the holy spirit indwelling a man to produce joy that's why you see people commit suicide because they do not have joy but they have happiness and happiness is temporal but joy is eternal it is joy of the lord that strengthens you in the days when you have issues that are all around you not good now I've been talking to you about satanic operations in the last days. And I will just refresh your mind on a few things. And on Sunday we will go into explosive um, teaching on this. I want us to know that the Bible says the secret power of the lawless man is now at work. Correct. Now. You remember that in this world we have two people because we have two kingdoms. A people belong to the kingdom of God and the rest of the world belong to the kingdom of this world. And yesterday we established it also refresh our mind from the book of Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 3 
that those who are not born of God, they are under the control of Lucifer. And we recognize that the control of Lucifer works on the flesh. It preys on human flesh. I will be able on Sunday to help you in an annotated manner bring these things together for you and I to understand. You agree with me that Jesus said in Luke chapter 18, in verse 19, we'll read from verse 18, he began to say that, you know, when the disciples came back and they said they were rejoicing uh, that um, um, Luke chapter 10, please, that they were rejoicing that demons submitted to them, Jesus said to them, don't rejoice because demons submit to you, but he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning, and I've given you authority over all the powers of the enemy. And there's something that Jesus said in that scripture. I want us to read it together in King James, verse 19. Shall we read it together? Behold, I give unto you power to tread on the serpent and scorpion and over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Now, let me let you know this. If Jesus with his mouth said that, I wonder why some Christians should say something different. But we're going to explore that. One of the things that Satan set up, oh, let me see. On Sunday, we'll be looking at the vehicle of the devil to destroy Christians. You know, in John 10 10, Jesus said, the thief, which is devil, has come to kill, to steal, and destroy. Now, for Satan to achieve killing or stealing or destroying a believer, not the world. What are the vehicles that he set up to achieve that? I will expose that to you. And let me say this to you. If, when I've exposed that to you, a lot of you who are suffering under oppression of the devil... You will discover that your oppression will go once you change your, your, your operations. Once you change your thinking, I'm going to show you in the Bible. Once you change from those things into what God is saying, you will discover that the statement of Jesus is true absolutely. Jesus said, Satan cannot harm you by any means. And that stands. It is the law of the Spirit that governs demonic realm taught not god's anointed make god's prophet no harm all right but then we have situation of people who come to church and satan still afflict them why why i will show you why if you can you know i told you yesterday that you should borrow me your life for some months let me just take you on a ride with god what i'm telling you i operate in it I'm not telling you what I do not pray in. Are you with me now? I'm not a teacher who tells you that Satan cannot do this, but is doing something to me. It's not possible. I have been, you, are, you are witnesses of this. Where Satan dwells, I go. And those of you I led there, we came out on hot. Not only in Africa, in America, in India, everywhere. So, to prove that what Jesus said is true. However, 
if you have issues that some Christians are afflicted by the devil or devil gain ground over their lives, I want to show you why that happens. And I want to show you what you need to do so that that will not happen. Some people will say that you need to do deliverance. They are liars. Deliverance also is part of the devil's trick to shipwreck the church. Some of the tricks of Satan to shipwreck the church is wrong doctrine, erroneous doctrine. What erroneous doctrine does is that it takes away your eyes from the truth and it introduces life to you. And so under the spirit of delusion and deception, you will begin to operate with great conviction and you will do it year in, year out. Your life will be frustrated. And what the devil does that for is to, at the end of the day, make you say that God doesn't work. And he had gained into hell. Once you get into that stage, he has gained you as a kind of hell. And so a good number of people that we worship together, we meet together in, on earth in church, confess Jesus, they end up in hell. I will get that. So error is part of what he uses. And I'm going to talk to you about the, the false teachers and false prophets. They are weapons of the devil to shipwreck God's people in the last days. Then friendship also. We we'll look at friendship. What did the Bible command you about friendship? Who can, who can be your friend? Who cannot be your friend? Why did the Bible instruct you strongly about drawing a line of friendship you will see all that in the scriptures because association that you keep can make you or break you why do christians pray over and over over and over again god didn't do it they did not see anything from god why he will not do it neither did they hear from any prophets why should heaven be sealed over a believer that is called heaven sealing over you because if you are a Christian and you are asking God for something, if you comply with the scriptures, asking Him according to the scriptures, God is mandated to speak to you by dreams or vision or prophecy. But if you are praying over something, it takes you so long, you can't hear God, you cannot, someone cannot speak, prophets cannot speak to you, you are not dreaming about it, rather you are having all manners of nightmares. I will show you what is responsible and what you can do to overcome those things. But let me say this to you. Jesus said, Behold, I, I give unto you power to tread on the serpent and the scorpion and to overcome all the powers of the enemy and nothing by any means will hurt you. And verse 18, NIV now, says, He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. So if you look at that scripture, Satan fall like lightning from heaven, and then it says, because of that, I give you authority over the devil. Why? Because Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, look at that very quickly. This is the reason why that power changed. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So if you are really seated in the heavenly realm, where Satan could not reach, you remember? You remember Isaiah 14? Satan was a great dreamer. He saw the heavenly realm. He saw your seed. He said, and I will, and I will. And they kicked him out of heaven. Angels kicked him out. But now Jesus came, and then he translated you and I to that seed. 
I wonder what the devil will be seeing when we take our seats. When we take our seats in the right hand of God, you know, Satan will be very, very, <laughs> he will be terrible for him. Alright, how do you take your seat? The moment you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, with your heart and your mind and your heart is plugged into God, you ascend straight away to your seat. Now, you and I have been told one thing by the Lord. I know over the years, every one of us have various experiences of God. We have various encounters of God. Some of us have been dreaming. Some of us, even among you, have gone to the streets and prayed for a cripple who walked. Some of you have gone to hospitals, prayed for sick people, and they were healed. Some of you have seen dead rays. You have seen lame walk. We have seen all manners of miracles, you know, in our time. Okay? But this year, God said, you should approach him as if you have never seen anything. I have been taken to heaven several times. I was sharing this, and I will be sharing it with ministers of God. I was sharing with somebody, and he didn't understand what I was talking about. I haven't been taken to heaven several times, yet the Lord said that you have seen nothing. Jesus appeared to me one day, and he took me to the, to the seashore. And he said to me, put your finger on, this, on, this, on the ground. And I put my finger on the sea, shore, beach. And when my finger came out, he said, how many sand did you, is in your finger? And it was one green. And he said to me, son, all the wealth that the church of God has on earth is like this grain of sand. The wealth I want to give is this seashore. He said, I gave some a taste of a grain. And they fought with me. They fought against me with my wealth. He said, go tell my people. I want to release the seashore only to those who are compliant. Race is not meant for the swift. Success does not come to the learned. There is a God on earth who creates time and chance. He said to me, I will pour it upon it. You see, before Jesus will come, all these things will happen. And this is the season that we are in. This season that we are in. Miraculous manifestation of wealth. Miraculous manifestation of power. Miraculous manifestation of glory. Distinction in office between those who are truly serving God and those who are just wishy-washy. And this is the reason why God is dealing with this now. So that your heart can truly turn to God. I mean, I mean, Moses has seen the red departed. He has seen all the wonders of Egypt. His, his rod became serpent and swallowed up magician rods. He has seen God blasted his nostrils and the waters congealed. He has seen dry land out of the sea. Alright? He has seen chasm taken out of the, of, the, of the ocean. And yet, haven't seen God, how he had guarded his children, provided food when there was no food, brought water out of the rock. What can he? What has he not seen? He has been to the mountain where God blasted the rock and the, the glory of God descended upon the mountain. And when he got to chapter 30, 33 of Exodus, he said, teach me your ways, O God. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Have we seen all this? There is nothing you can see in God or experience in God that does not have deeper dimension. What we want to do this year is this. We all agree to enter into the deeper dimension of God. Are you in agreement with me? Come on now, say amen. Amen.
So whatever is our experience of God, whatever is our encounters in God, up to last year ending, that chapter has been closed. This time God has turned over the leaf. What you struggled to get before, you will not struggle before it comes to you. That is the new page. That is the new page. It is the page that this beginning of this year, it came with a cloud of glory. Inside is, is mercy. What mercy does is this. It will bring you unmerited favor. What mercy does is this. It will do things that your strength cannot do. What glory does is this. It will expose you in a place where nobody is exposed. Glory cannot be bypassed even by Lucifer when glory shows up. I would mean now. Now, these are little insight to what God is doing for us this year. That's the reason why it is good for us to examine our Christianity. Each person will judge himself. Nobody will judge somebody else. When I'm speaking to you, just look at yourself. And I will show you the nakedness of Satan. That Satan will not have any hiding place after I finish with you. Are we together now? Are we together now? <laughs> there is a way that seemed right to man, but the end is destruction. Who paved that way? The devil. Who, who brought the conviction to the man? The devil. And it seemed as if it was God speaking. I'm going to teach you about error. There are three, I think four significant areas of error that I will teach you. And we started from Sunday by the grace of God. The first error is the error on prosperity. The second error is the error on deliverance. The third error is worldliness. And then the fourth error is rebellion. I will teach you about this. Somebody showed me a video. When one of the very popular minister of God in America, that many women follow her. And I heard her in a video saying that God tattooed his hand. Because the book of Isaiah 49, 16 says, See, I have engraved you on the palm of my hand. Your wall are ever before me. So, she said, God has tattooed you and I on his palm. That so if you look at the palm of God, you will see a tattoo of the names of his saints on earth. And that really infuriated me because I had an opportunity one day when the God who made the heavens and the earth visited me and he picked me from the earth to heaven and he put me on his palm. I have sat on the palm of God. When we get to glory, you will hear me repeat it before the Father. He will tell you. The Father took me that day with his finger. And I think every one of you who have been with me all this time, you know that because I told you when he does it. And he took me and put me on his palm. And I told you, in the palm of God is all these lines. That's all. I didn't see my name tattooed on the palm. Of, can, you, can you imagine the God who tattooed his hand? Can that be your God? The God of tattoo, can he be your God? But everybody follow, or most people follow the woman. And I say foolish are those who follow her because the blinds are lead the blind and they have a destination. Single destination is pit, pit, and that pit is hell. So she said, I also have tattooed my hand because God tattooed his hand. That's what she said. Error is part of the greatest delusion of Satan. 
Deliverance is one of the delusion of the devil. Because the Bible says, God, if the Son therefore set you free, Jesus said, you are free indeed. Galatians tells us it was for freedom that Christ has set us free. No longer to be subject to your slavery. And what all those freedoms? They don't understand the word indeed. I will show you in the Bible. And so when people begin to fear demons and Satan, anywhere you go to deliverance church, you will just be full of fear of the devil and you will lose the fear of God completely. Because you cannot put your fear into two people in the spirit. You either fear God and you hate the devil, or you fear the devil and you will shun God. That's what happens. And you see people who go to those churches are so miserable, depressed, smelling, stinking. Because anything they see is devil. They never see Jesus anymore. They never see Holy Ghost anymore. They never see the grace of God. They never see mercy. They never see faith from God. And so God diminishes in their life and Satan increases in his empire. And their lives are miserable together with their preachers. Deception of the devil. And he called you have prosperity also. Which was abused. So that one man will get stupendously rich at the expense of others i will get it now because when they put your hope into something that the bible did not say you cannot get blessed by god and there are some other devils who satan sent recently who began to preach against tithing and offering they are from lucifer to just shipwreck believers because this season that we are in will avoid everybody who do not tithe. The blessings that is coming upon the face of the earth, if you are a person who do not tithe, just thank God for you are not going to be blessed. Two things God will not do for them. The blessing will not reach them. Not only that, devourers will have their cool. Because devourers are sent to the earth abundantly in this time to destabilize the whole economy of the world. But a Christian who does not tithe, Two promises that go with time. He says, test me in this. If I will not open the floodgates of heaven, you will never see that. And I will prevent the vara. He will not prevent the vara. So that Christian will be full of a little success today. Something will take it away tomorrow. A little success today. Another bigger thing will happen. will take it away. That's what will happen to that Christian. You can build an empire and one day it will crumble over your head. You, your insurance finished today. Tomorrow you have accidents. All those kind of gaming Satan will be doing for them. If you look at the people who perpetrated it, they have gone out of the scene. Okay? Because they are error. Satan raised these people to, to preach errors so that we, they, it can frustrate Christians to the place where the Christian will say that God is not working for me, but you are the one not working for yourself. Amen? Amen? I say amen. Aha. Uh-huh. For the rest of the matter... We will continue on Sunday. Stand up on your feet, please. Let's look at the book of Exodus 33. And we're going to pray this prayer. And I'm done for today. I congratulate you for the first communion in 2000. Please sit down. Sorry. Sit down. I will not forget this. How many of you were not here... Two days ago, when I anointed people, stand up, please. Stand up. If you were not here, step out to the aisle. Step out to the aisle. If you miss that Monday, because Sunday, 
I will pray over the oil, but I will not lay hands because we have too many people. Please step out to the aisle. Start coming down. If you are here on Monday, don't come out again. That is the instruction. Choir, please mount up. If you are coming from the left, be on the left. If you are coming from the left row, be on the left. If you are coming from the right row, be on the right. You will get it now. Because the Lord just told me on Monday to anoint people. You ministers, stay where you are, I will reach you. But can I say something to you, every one of you? I beg you this year, don't give God. I know some of you traveled, you are very welcome home. Some of you probably went to work that day. You are okay. But if you did not go to work, and you did not travel, and you did not attend, do you think you please God? God doesn't love heart like that. And you don't make my work for God. You don't, you don't, you don't grace my work with God. Because I know the one who sent me. When I speak over you, it must happen except if your heart is not right you will find it it's just like pouring water on the head of a man it falls down you have no container to take it I will pray now you cannot give God a wishing worship worship you cannot choose a peak when it is covenant time first second third of every month God said I will meet with you in CFT Every last month of the day of the month, say, I will meet with you. Those four second thought are covenant months. Anybody who truly knows in his heart that he's part of this family and he served the God that we serve here, your heart will never miss it. I will begin to ex- ex- uh, invite those who are not members of CFT, who are members of other churches, but they follow me to come. Because a lot has begun to happen in the heavenlies. In the earth, you have begun to hear news. News now. Rumors that will happen upon the face of the earth from intellectuals now. I will hear that. So your heart must be committed. Somebody says, I want to see Jesus as apostles for Jesus. Then serve him as I serve him. It's impossible for him not to appear to you. If you serve him as I serve him, God will help me on Sunday to help you know.
Father, we thank you so much. And mind you the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And mind you the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And mind you the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And mind you the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All that is in the name of this world. In the name of Jesus. The promise you have made for this world. For this year, Lord. Bring them to manifestation over their lives. Oh Lord my God, grant them sight to see. Maria Rodes in Bragare, the voice cannot arise. Every form of laziness I rebuke in the name of Jesus. Let the unction of heaven rest upon them. Mashka Prodebos in Karatia. The central of hell, I destroy in the name of Jesus. Rapus of the Lydia. Thank you, Father God, for your grace. Thank you, Father God, for your grace. 
to the Lord and then we are going to go to the announcement if you are coming to this church for the first time I will welcome you very shortly shall we bow our heads and pray speak to the Lord about your giving Lord is just a token of thanks a meeting with your word you said no one shall come before me empty-handed we thank you for the way you have blessed us. And we thank you for you are all sufficient, God. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Give us danceable song.
This is a holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume these holy sacrifices and these holy pillars of yours. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. Let's be seated, please. Can I just say, I would like to, you know, make some brief announcement before I never to pass the title. If you are visiting this church for the first time, could you wave your hands? Please stand up if that's you. You are coming in for the first time. You invited somebody for today. A friend? Do you have anyone? All right. So when you are coming on Sunday, make sure you invite somebody. I want to do the Sunday announcement myself. Sunday is our Thanksgiving. Usually every fourth Sunday of the year, we come to the house of God just to give thanks. So choir, you will be mufti because you will dance. And make sure if you come, those your ladies who wear the six inches, Come with a flat shoe. When it's dancing time, change your shoes to the flat. When you finish dancing, go and put on your seven inches. <laughs> Amen. He's going to really rejoice. Why should we thank God? Not everybody who began last year have the privilege to see this year. You know, where we are coming, we were discussing, and mommy mentioned of something that some people died last year and they are buried this year. Like Pele, like the, like the Pope. They died last year, but they are burying them this year. At least their bodies see 2023. But you know, when people, when God allow you and I to live and see a year, it's because God still have need of us. If He doesn't need us anymore, He will shut the chapter and we go. And the age He closes the chapter of our life is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. So it's a great privilege that you and I have another year to add to our eternity in service unto the Most High God. Whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. Whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we die, we die to Him. You know, unto Him. So, let's make sure we come here with a heart full of gratitude and, you know, also with a very good offering to the Lord. We will not be able to be calling family by family because we are so many and we have one family. But it's going to be, normally what we do is that they'll bring us the offering ark there and we will all dance and put in our offering there before the Lord. Just as it was in the time of Jesus Christ when Jesus saw that widow who danced to the front and put in her might and Jesus made comment on it. Second thing, from this year, Nobody should come and see Apostle after any service. They will get it now. Because when I stand before you to minister, virtue goes out of me. And many of you have been coming to warn me that I should recognize that I am not metal. Apostle is not iron man. I am flesh and blood and my bones can ache. Also, my tendons are, can be breathed. So, when we finish service, the blessing you receive, just take it home hot. But every Tuesday, I will be in the cathedral for consultation. Alright? So, if you have any need, 
make sure you call the 604 number that they show you on the you, you text not call text the 604 number that number text it not the 0208 don't phone 0208 but don't write also this to admin no send a text to 07956 858601 why did you remove it off that person who post you to Nigeria so so 604 send a text there that you would like a meeting with apostle unless if I have asked you to see me at a particular service if I have not asked you to see me please just go people that ask to see me is never for discussion it's for instruction 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 if God sent you to me maybe you had a dream you had a vision don't come and tell me send it to admin at CFT churches and it will reach me because I will not have time to be looking at your own dream you talking to me I have many things to do this year all right because my work now is going to be very much increased this year especially with the branch churches of Christ at Abanaku Global I will pass through everyone this year except the Indian church all right or churches so keep that every Tuesday I will be here and every Thursday I will be in New Cross so that I can attend to anybody who wants to see either myself or mommy this is what we are going to be doing this year so Thursday you can fix your appointment to come and see us now let me also say this all JTA members of Cathedral you will see Apostle on Tuesday therefore at 7 p.m. all JTA members of New Cross we are starting together next week you will see Apostle at New Cross at 7 p.m. And we will maintain our prayer operations for the church. 7 p.m. on Tuesday here and 7 p.m. on Thursday in, in uh, New Cross. And I want those of you who are the coordinators of those, those fleets to pass this information around. We are, we are, we are now um, running New Cross full time. Because we have been used to leaving New Cross and coming here. If you are a leader for New Cross, of course, we'll be... This, I think this is what is better for me to do. All of the leaders of New Cross, join me on Tuesday. On, uh, on Thursday. All of the leaders. All of the leaders of Cathedral, join me here on Tuesday at 7. Of course, because you know, all the leaders, you are, by default, you are members of JTA. Okay? So that we will do our program, we will get your name and the, the, the check your check our database to make sure that you are New Cross, you are New Cross, you are Cathedral, you are Cathedral. And this very year, New Cross, you go back into your planning, do it yourself, and go launching, go to your crusade, go to evangelism yourself. Cathedral, we have nothing to do with you. And Cathedral guys, come together, do your evangelism and everything until, unless the time that. In our program, we are now joint evangelism. I will tell you the venue. Do we get it now? That will help more gifts in each of those parishes to manifest. And that's what I want to see this year. That is what the Lord has instructed me. And the Lord will bless you. Pastor Tayo, any other announcement? Women don't have program every Thursday, do you? 
second Thursday of the month. And uh, the men have their own second, third Thursday of the month. All right, second Thursday of the month, third Thursday of the month. All right, if that be the case. Uh, Thursday's New Cross, isn't it? Thursday's New Cross. Yes. I will move Thursday meeting the New Cross then to, to Friday. All right. Because if we look at other days of the week, we are occupied. So for us not to miss the Thursday, Thursday that they are having men and women, we move our consultation to Friday in New Cross. So that anybody who wants to see me can come on Friday. And we meet at 7 for all the ordained leaders, for JTA. But this very week, I want to see all ordained leaders in that next week at, at New Cross. I hope that is free from anybody's meeting. All right, God bless you all. See you then. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, just to remind us that we're back online tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. I know it's Wednesday, but no Bible study tomorrow. We'll have 9 p.m. prayer session tomorrow. And we'll resume our Bible study next week. And we're looking to the book of Psalms. Psalm what? Ah, my... I didn't hear louder. I can only hear from behind me and mommy. I thought everyone else would be screaming. So remember, next week, Wednesday, we'll resume Bible study. But for tomorrow evening, 9 p.m., back online. And of course, on Thursday, 9 p.m., online, on Zoom, and of course, YouTube. Friday will be 11 p.m., online. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord will strengthen us all in tremendous ways in this year. And God bless you richly. Apostle has covered all the other announcements. So I'd like to invite us to please stand. As Apostle will close us in prayer. Pastor Ty will close our meeting today. But let me read the blessings of God over you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. And the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May the Lord send you help from his sanctuary. And grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices. And accept your burnt offerings. May the Lord grant you all the desires of your heart. And make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious. And we shall be victorious in every battle. And we will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. May he open a book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Jacob and Abraham at Bethel. May he reveal himself to you in this season. Changing your, your dreams into visions. May the Lord reveal His plans for your life for this year. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Amen. Can we, as we raise our right hands, we just declare together Hebrews chapter 13 verses 20 and 21. Now, 
May the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Just turn to someone and declare to that individual, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. And then declare to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. There shall be shots of
may be unto you as you have confessed in Jesus' mighty name. Please be seated and the ushers will invite you out. Professor Sadiq and uh, Sister Sadiq, can you see Apostle in the great room, please? Mm. 